Welcome to another episode of Rionis' Review, your one stop for all things South Forsyth High School U.S. history. Today's episode will cover some of the major battles of the Civil War. Remember, this is just a quick overview of some of the major battles. We're going to start off at the beginning with Fort Sumter. Fort Sumter is significant because it was the first shots of the Civil War. April of 1861, the Confederate States made a decision to take Fort Sumter. And so it's the first shots of the Civil War. It's a 34-hour bombardment. The significant thing about Fort Sumter is that this encouraged the upper southern states to join the Confederacy. That is Virginia, North Carolina, Arkansas, and Tennessee. It is, in fact, also the first Confederate victory. Moving on to the first major battle of the Civil War, where the first bloodshed of the war takes place, is the first Battle of Bull Run, also known known as the First Battle of Manassas Junction. It is the first major battle. This is where Thomas Stonewall Jackson get his gets his nickname. The Union retreats, but Confederates don't follow through, which is falling along with their plan of fighting a defensive battle. The significance of the First Battle of Bull Run is that this shows that it's not going to be a quick affair. We talked about on our episode about the strengths and weaknesses that really Northerners thought that this would be a very quick event and would be over very fast. And to some extent, extent, Southerners even believe that. The Battle of Bull Run shows that this is going to be a long and costly war and that it's not going to be something that's going to be over really quick. And then we briefly mentioned the Battle of Shiloh. I believe that we talked about the high number of casualties that happened there and the deaths total more than all of the previous wars um, at that point. So the Revolution, War of 1812, Mexican-American War. You have significant casualties at the Battle of Shiloh. This is Ulysses S. Grant's first major battle too. In the war, and it's a Union victory. And so this shows that the Union drive to split the Confederacy is succeeding because remember during the Anaconda plan, they wanted to surround, split the Confederacy, cut off their supply routes, and then eventually squeeze them until they are going to surrender. The next major battle that we talk about is the Battle of Antietam in September of 1862. This takes place in Maryland, which is a border state. And this is going to be the first time that Lee ventures out of the South. And Lee wants Maryland to join the Confederate side, and he hopes that a win will help gain European alliances. This is the deadliest single day in the United States history totaling around 26,000 casualties. Both sides are going to claim victory, but really it's just a tie. And General McClellan is going to have a chance to destroy the Army of Northern Virginia after Antietam, but he refuses to attack and sits back and recovers, which is going to lead him to losing his job as the commander of the Union forces. So he is replaced by General Burnside. Ambrose Burnside's first major actions are at the Battle of Fredericksburg and enormous casualties for the Union. Union. This is a, another Confederate victory. Ambrose is going to end up getting fired after the Battle of Fredericksburg and replaced by General Joseph Hooker, who is appointed leader of the Army of the Potomac. We move into more significant battles, the Battle of Chancellorsville at Chancellorsville, Virginia. Robert E. Lee outmaneuvers General Hooker at Chancellorsville and the Union Army is routed and forced to retreat south. This victory is going to cause Lee to invade the North in hopes of obtaining supplies and also hope to tip political sport in the northern states with a victory on northern soil, which would make them less likely to support the war effort. The major action that happens here, though, and the big hit the Southern Army takes is by the death of General Thomas Stonewall Jackson. Jackson is accidentally killed on a picket line by one of his own Confederate sentries, and he dies a few days later at Guinea Station. So that's a significant blow to the military leadership of the Confederate Army. The next major battle that we talk about is going to start 
before Gettysburg, but end one day after Gettysburg, and that's the siege of Vicksburg, Mississippi. Vicksburg was an important shipping port, maintained control of the Mississippi River. So when Ulysses S. Grant and Sherman are down in the siege of Vicksburg, it lasts from about May to July 4th, 1863. And once the Union wins this, they now control the shipping on the Mississippi River, but also some of the railroad routes through Vicksburg that are connected to the Mississippi River in order to transport supplies along the Confederacy. This is a Union victory that further uh, leads to execution of the the Anaconda Plan and splits the Confederate states in two. The next major engagement that we're going to talk about is the Battle of Gettysburg in July of 1863. It lasts three days from July 1st to July 3rd. This is Robert E. Lee's second attempt to invade the northern states. It leads to about 51,000 dead. It's the deadliest battle of the Civil War, and it is the turning point of the Civil War. The Battle of Gettysburg is signified by the importance of geography because the Union forces are going to be able to occupy the high ground during this battle, and that gives them a significant edge. And this turns the tides of the war towards the uh, Union. It is a Union victory, and it's the last invasion of Union territory by the South. So the combination of Union victories at Vicksburg and Gettysburg really are the turning point of the war and make it difficult for the South to recover. Some important things to remember about the Battle of Gettysburg is on the second day, you had Joshua Chamberlain of the 20th Maine lead a valiant uh, attack, a bayonet attack on the second day, which gets him some notoriety since he was an English professor before the war. He had this valiant action, which is going to save the Union lines on the second day of battle and is really a significant point in that battle. And then the most famous event, or one of the most famous events from the Battle of Gettysburg is on the third day, which is Pickett's Charge. Pickett's Charge results in heavy casualties for Pickett's uh, men and his uh, brigade. And the third day is the defining day of the battle where the Union solidifies when, and General Meade, who replaced Hooker, Meade does a, a great job of winning at the Battle of Gettysburg, and he does not order a counterattack, even though Southern lines are weakened, because he kind of feared of confusion. Confederate cavalry might be doing. He wasn't exactly sure where they are. So that ends the Battle of Gettysburg and the Confederates will no longer engage in battle in the northern state. The last battle that we're going to talk about in today's episode is the Battle of Atlanta, which is July through September of 1864, led by William Tecumseh Sherman. And this begins William uh, Sherman's famous total war and his march to the sea. Total war just as the concept of engaging all targets as, as military targets. So he's burning down Um, crops, burning down buildings and things like that. He's tying up the railroads to make the railroad tracks unusable and trying to cut off the supplies to Robert E. Lee's army in Virginia. And then he's going to turn at Savannah and head north where he accepts General Johnston's surrender on April 26, 1865. So he's going up underneath the southern part of Virginia to cut off Lee's retreat. And his march to the sea becomes extremely famous for the brutality and um, the burning of different targets along that through Atlanta to Milledgeville to Savannah. And that was to convince citizens of the Confederate states that they had lost and that the war was a losing cause. And we end there and we'll come back on Monday for a new episode covering the end of the war, the surrender, and then eventually we'll end with the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. So that does it for today. A very quick overview of some of the major battles of the Civil War. And with that, make good choices. Go South Crescent!